You are welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Lilian Ogazi. For everyone who is a Benue man or woman, women, for this reason, as the governor of Benue State, I have upgraded women to be men in Benue State. So every woman in Benue State, take the weapon that you can confront our enemies, wherever they are. Bring your AK-47. We'll bring our own locally lawful arrows and spears and cutlasses and this thing and deal with the situation. Well, is it the responsibility of the military alone? It's the responsibility of everybody to keep alert and find safety when necessary. But we shouldn't be cowards. At times, the banditry will come, only come with about three rounds of ammunition when they fire shot, everybody runs. In our younger days, we stand to fight any aggression coming to us. I don't know why people are running away from my mano, 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 thing like that. They should stand and let these uh, let these people know that even the villagers they have the competence and capability to defend themselves. That was the voice of the governor of Benue State, Samuel Otom, followed by that of the defense minister, retired Major General Bashir Magaji. Other politicians, including Governor Aminu Bello Masari of Katsina State, also called on Nigerians to defend themselves in the face of killings across the country. This has raised concerns on different levels. Is the responsibility of protecting lives and properties now an erroneous task for the security agencies and the government to handle? Let's listen to Gambo Isa, PRO, Katsina State Police Command. People have misconstrued and misinterpreted what His Excellency, the Executive Governor of the State, has said. I have been an advocate of uh, people coming out to protect themselves. You know, it's very simple. The, the laws of this country, if you check the law, the penal code, the constitution is there. Self-defense. There is no way you can allow anybody to come to your house and attack you without without you trying to protect yourself. That is the whole meaning of it. Ambatid will come armed with dangerous weapon like AK-47. You, you just allow that person to kill you? No. The laws provide that you can defend yourself. And that is that is what the governor is saying. It's not perfect from what he said. And it is legal. So, what I'm trying to say is this. The idea of every member of the community to go and look for arms like AK-47 to defend himself, that one is wrong. It's completely wrong and that is not the meaning of what uh, uh, the governor uh, said. What really he's saying is let's form vigilante group, let's form community policy. And that is what we are advocating for. The community should be able to come together, find out who are the people that are giving this funded information, find out who among us will come and join hand with the security agencies as a vigilante. Right now, the, the state government has sponsored the training of over 500 vigilantes. We are training them together with the Nigerian army in the 27 BMF squadron here in Kazana. We are doing that. And that is part of the effort we are making. We cannot do it alone. We have to bring community together. And that is what is obtainable even outside uh, uh, the, the country, uh, even in developed countries. They have what we call uh, uh, neighborhood watch. It's a form of uh, uh, community, uh, police community partnership. Let me give you an example. Basari is having more than 200 villages. 
We don't have the number of policemen, soldiers, whatever, to man those uh, villages at the same time. We don't have the equipment. Okay. But when the community join hand with the police, with other sister security agencies, we can be able to tackle the situation head on. That was Gambo Isa, PRO, Katsina State Police Command. How do Nigerians see this caused by politicians? Some of them have expressed their views on social media. Okay, my name is Ali Itodo. I reside in Madala, Dakwa, Madala in Niger State. My position on the call by the Katsina State Government, stating and advising citizens to defend themselves, is a natural call. It's human. If you stand in a place and someone comes to hit you, certainly if you have the power, you hit the person back. And at this point, the federal government should legitimize weapons for everyone to carry to defend themselves. In fact, the state we are now is a situation where we hear of the killing on a daily basis. And what do you expect people to do, you know, to defend themselves? The number of the risk personnel we have cannot go around to defend the citizens in all the places. So the only option left for us is to defend ourselves. I think that call is legitimate and should be supported by every human being. And I'm very sure everyone who has, who has the means of doing that, we do so without looking back. This is Ibrahim Bala Muhammad from Kano. The call by our political leaders that uh, people should be armed and protect themselves from the criminals is highly worrisome and unexpected comment from them because they are the leaders, they are they have all the resources that they should protect our lives. So this comment from them is highly unacceptable because it will cause a lot of damage. Already there is damages on the ground. People are killing daily, people are adopted, millions of naira are paid ransom daily. So such comments comments from them is highly unacceptable. Abdullah Dao is my name. I'm from Zaria. Personally, my opinion is that I'm totally against people to come out and defend their land, property, or even their lives. At this juncture, what is the primary duty of the government? The Nigerian government did not set any sectarian principles of their own when it comes to war against banditry and other forms of insecurity. Though the government has failed in protecting life and property of the citizens, when people are allowed to have weapons in their custody, hopefully this insecurity may come to pass. How are they going to collect back those light and small weapons from its citizens? Let's critically take Libya and Syria as an example. And so also Nigeria with its history of ethnic religious and political rivalry. Those were some Nigerians expressing their views on our social media pages. You're listening to Nigeria Daily and we'll be going on a quick break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio.
welcome back. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Nigeria Daily and we're talking about the call by political leaders on people to rise up and defend themselves against bandits. What are the legal implications of this cause for citizens to defend themselves? Bilki Ahmed speaks with Abu Bakr Sadiq Mohammed, a legal practitioner. Yes, the call by governors or by the leaders, as we have it right now, is neither here nor there. The, the reason is that, the, the reason for my position is that they, they are calling for self-defense. Yes, self-defense, not strange to our law. In our constitution, I mean the constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria in section 33, that is under chapter 4, self-defense is incorporated. So what I'm saying is that the laws of Nigeria actually recognize self-defense, recognize situations where citizens will have to defend themselves. But to put things in perspective, the, the, the kind of self-defense that the constitution is referring to is the one that is proportionate. Like, for example, when someone is armed coming to attack you, you are expected, the concern expects you also to be armed with the, the kind of ammunition that that assailant is holding. Or if the assailant is not holding any arm, maybe he's using his bare hand. So you are expected also as a citizen at that moment to also defend yourself proportionately with the same bare hand. Now, if you come back to putting things into perspective, the, the leaders or the governors are the ones suggesting or, or advising citizens to defend themselves. If you ju- just oppose what I have said earlier with Section 14, sub 2B of the same constitution, which says that the primary objective of government shall be security and welfare of the citizens. You, you, you will now agree that their call for citizens to defend themselves is no, neither here nor there. At best, it is a sign or indicative of failure of leadership. So if you ask me my opinion, that call is irresponsible. And in an ideal society, I think the legislatures across the country should have been, you know, instituting impeachment procedure against any such governor making such calls. Has that got to do with impeachment, just calling on your citizens to carry up arms? How else can you be guilty of an offense worse than breaching the constitution? The constitution says that you you are obligated to provide security for the people. You are now saying that the people should defend themselves. So if you are asking the people to defend themselves, what are you calling for? You are calling for chaos. Anarchy. So, and that is a breach and abuse of the constitution already. Okay. And that's why I said that it is an impeachment offense. What legal implications does this have on on people carrying up arms to fight to defend themselves against the bandits and the and the kidnappers? The legal implication is is that the, the governors or the leaders are calling for the abuse constitution because what they are calling for is nothing anarchy and uh, when, when when you have anarchy then you, you have you have you have in quote legalized self-help okay. and when you have it goes on it goes on and on it means that it just means anarchy and abuse of the same constitution that they swore or, or took oath to uphold so that is the legal implication it, it means that um people have been given license in court to go out on killing spree 
So it is not a good thing. You said it, um, so where they feel they have failed and the pe- um, people are being killed, they are coming with guns and sophisticated weapons. Can't the people also take the same and do the same? The, the, the question that comes to mind right now, when the government, when the governor say that these people should defend themselves, will the government provide these people ammunition? Maybe they want to make that's, it legal. Maybe they want to legalize arms for people to carry. You and I know that that's not what the governor meant. What is expected of the governor is to shut up and observe or respect the concern by providing security for the citizens. Abubakar Sadiq Mohammed, a legal practitioner, speaking there on the legal implications of calls by politicians to citizens to defend themselves. Well. It appears that some Nigerians have already become so fed up that they had done something. The people of Jingar in Plateau State one day mustered the courage to face and force a group of bandits to capitulate. Let's listen to how they did it as our colleague in Jos, Ado Abubakar, speaks with residents of the town. Because there are vigilantes moving around in the area, that was where they followed them. When they saw the way people appear, they were not comfortable with them. You know the way things are now. So they followed them and arrested them. Because they are collaborating with civilian JTL here in Jingil, they informed them about any information and they worked together. That was what happened. The encouragement I can give is we have a committee that we sit with the whole of the environment around to discuss on how we can protect our lives and that of our relations. Our youth go round night and morning on vigilante and any face they cannot recognize, they trace where they enter. That is what we do, no sitting down. The kidnappers came to the village and the villagers saw them. When they saw them, the other tribes and Fulani people in the village alerted the security agent, Jamili, saying that some strange faces have come into the village. They usually come to threaten him and he even give them money. So, when they were told, they came and surrounded them and arrested them and brought them here. From here, they took them to STF. They really disturbed the area very well. They arrested one and the other two escaped. Those were residents of Jingu, a town based in Basa, local government area of Plateau State. According to Thomas Jefferson, the first duty of government is the protection of life, not its destruction. Abandon that and you abandon all. God bless Nigeria. With that, we've come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bossproud.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Bye for now.